Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. And we'll be doing things just like that. In fact, we'll be taking a vintage car ride through the French Riviera this summer. And we'll be truffle hunting in Florence in the fall, to name just a few of the experiences so that I can give you a feel for it. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly Murgatroyd, I live in Southern California and me and my Maltese poodle surf together every day. How are you? Is that like your new vision? You think, first of all, I don't like to get my hair wet, let alone surf. And I'm pretty sure Gia is, you know, flipping you the paw right now. Girl, can we talk? I don't want to get my hair wet either. You know, I'm, I've decided that if I'm going to be surfing, that you should I learn how to swim. Probably should learn how to swim. So I am in the process of. <laughs> looking at swimsuits and I, I messaged a friend of oh mine who, who's an Iron Man and he's like, dude, really? Like, just get a swimsuit. I'm like, well, what kind do you wear? Like, I, I don't know what kind to wear. So I'm in the process of getting a swimsuit. Do I need to sign you up for aqua tots? And then here's the thing. After I jump in the pool, because I went and I looked at the pool today and after I jump in the pool, do I leave the pool with my hair undone? Do I blow dry it in the pool? Do I do the shower in the pool? Do, like, what is the new? Because I'm a systems guy. Systems guy. I don't know if you know that. God help you. Um, first of all, are you going to wear a uh, swim cap for that that do you got there? Because I can't imagine what chlorine's going to do to it. It's going to like turn yellow. You're going to have to get that special shampoo. This is, I'm not ready for this. Can we delay you swimming just a little while? Like, let me get furniture first. Because you swimming is going to be, there's going to be a new bag involved, a new (laughs) cosmetic bag, a new hair product. There's going to be so much more. Like the average person is like, I'm going to go learn how to swim. They go learn how to swim. You, 
it's going to be a freaking like new array of products and and uses and checklists and shit for you to go swim. Now, since we're not providing any value for anybody right now, let's move into the topic <laughs> of the show. What are we talking about today? Kimberly, notice notice the um, the syntax in my voice, the cadence in my voice. How I'm drawing you in with pregnant. Oh my god! <laughs> pregnant, <laughs> pregnant pauses. Oh my god! Okay. And shit. And how much coffee have you had? One cup. And now you're drinking a beer. Now I'm drinking a beer. Okay. I love this new product. I know the Bia is amazing. If you haven't seen it, um, just go to my Instagram because it's kind of everywhere. Uh, primarily because it's always in my hand. It is the most delicious little energy drink that will not turn your bones to dust. That's what uh, you know. The Red Bull and the Monster do. This one actually is healthy for you, and it's berry bellini. I How do. Sexy is I that? do wish that the can was not pink, though. I must say, <laughs> you're rocking out with your pink can of Bia. I had a different end of that sentence in my head. Um, <laughs> All right, so, so let's what are go. we talking about today? So today what we're going to talk about is something that is um, really in the middle of my my life all the time and sometimes can be a point of contention between you and I. Mm-hmm. So aren't you excited that that's today's topic? Yeah. Yeah. So it is called open loop. And my husband has a a disease. It's called open loop syndrome. And someone that is afflicted with this disease, when something gets going, like the wheels are in motion on something, he can't function. He twitches slightly. One eye kind of goes sideways and he can't function until said loop is closed, which you would think, oh, well, that's really good because that creates massive action. It also creates a whole hella ready, fire, aim and drives me a little bit batshit. But how do I really feel about it? May I defend myself? Uh, Please go for it. So look, here's the thing. Anybody who knows... (laughs) You can't even keep a straight face right now. and, And has read the book, Getting Things Done by Robert Allen, he will convince you that the crazy in your head is open loops that are not closed. And the RAM that that fills up, the cash in your mind, because those loops keep popping up. So for example, you wake up in the morning. Feeling like P. Diddy. And you say, I have to get my, I gotta get dry cleaning done. Oh shit, I gotta get dry cleaning done. Okay. And then you don't, you don't write it down. You don't close the loop. And then a few minutes later, you're at the gym and you're like, oh shit, I gotta get the dry cleaning done. And then you're like, yeah, I gotta get it. And then three hours later, you're working on the project you know, I really got to get the dry clean. So you have an infinite number of open loops that pop up in your cache. If you don't have a plan, system, protocol, et cetera, to close those loops, then you will be one crazy person trying to figure (laughs) out how to close the never-ending open loops. So yes, I agree with all of that. And in the in the case of getting your dry cleaning done, sure. But sometimes there are things that are going to remain an open loop because you are not coming to completion on it for one of two one of many reasons. For example, it could be like, okay, you remember when we created our 4-month journey in Europe, mm-hmm. right? Mhm. We Every day, we'd look at the sticky note and we're going to go from Monaco to Mykonos to this, to this, to this. And we would put it up there. You were like, 
I remember when we started it, you were like, okay, got it. Book the hotels. I mean, book the Airbnbs. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't, it was like the first time we wrote the idea up on the sticky note in like the first countries we thought we were going to go to. And I was like, wait a minute, let's sit with it. Let's make sure this feels right. Before I book the Airbnbs, let me see if it's even convenient with air or how difficult that's going to be. And you were like, no, book them, book them, book them. I want them booked. I'm like, no, let's sit with it. And we ended up sitting with it for probably two months. And how many times did we change it? How many times did we like completely switch around the countries we were going to based on air or whatever? So had you had to close that loop right away, I need it done now because I need it off my checklist, we would have been Saul. And Saul, by the way, is uh, shit out of luck. Well, I'm glad I'm glad we're doing this podcast because because it's actually therapeutic for me. Now I understand your position on you used actually a really good example to illustrate this. So here's what I learned from what you just said: that it has to be fully baked and clarified first. Yes, before it is closed, and there are loops that are ready to be closed, i.e., something simple like dry cleaning. And there are loops that perhaps are not ready to be closed, i.e., let's go spend four months in Europe. And so you have to think through. You have to think through priorities too. Like even right now, like Rob's like, okay, so we need um, this for the back deck. We need this, we need that. I want, like right now he's going, okay, this Saturday, I want to go get garden boxes and put them outside and I want to garden and I want to put stuff in it. I said, baby, we don't even know like we're going into winter in you California. Didn't, you didn't say baby. That's true. So I didn't say baby. I said, dude, <laughs> no. Nope, I, didn't say that one either. <laughs> Mother. Mm-hmm, that one. <laughs> no, I was like, okay. So we don't even know. We're like rolling into winter. We don't know if anything we garden will even flourish. Mind you, had I allowed him to have the Amazon password, I would have had all this gardening shit already showed up at the house. There would be boxes in the back with dirt on it. And he'd be looking at me like, go do it. And then I'd find out the only thing I can grow in the winter in Cali is like potatoes, which I'm not interested in. So there are some times where the ready fire aim of the open loop makes me want to jump off the deck face first into the the pavement. But then there's other times that you are- um, <laughs> Face off into the pavement? Yes. And then there's other times where your tenacity of closing those loops is just what my little Aquarius needs to be able to be productive in life because I would just leave a shit ton of loops open all the time and say, I'll get to it. So I understand both causes, but I still believe that you primarily only want to close them. Well, I'm glad everybody listening can actually hear us working out a problem in real time because here's what I, here's what I- You didn't know what this is what we were going to do today, did you? No, but here's, here's what I got from this, which is really sort of interesting to me that I overlooked something that I thought I understood, but until you so eloquently pointed out my, uh, my shortcomings here, I learned (laughs) that what he says, Robert Allen in Getting Things Done, which is an excellent book, here's what he said, and I think that this is I think this is super helpful. What he said was, and I'm realizing this is my my uh, my blind spot here. What he said was a lot of times people will write down a task for what they want to do. For example, we'll use the garden boxes in the backyard thing and go do garden boxes. But really what needs to be done is the, th- the, the five steps that come before 
actually physically putting the garden boxes in the backyard. For example, research what flowers grow. Research which places sell the boxes. Try and find a competitive price. Learn how to garden. (laughs) So there. Saturday we're doing it. (laughs) Right. And this is what you just taught me. What you just taught me is that I'm skipping those steps that come prior to it in order to get it done. And that is the step where he talks about creating the clarity. And, you know, for somebody that's sort of like an overachiever, wants to close the loop, they look at what you need to do and they're like, okay, just do it. But that's where the ready fire, ready aim fire thing that you're talking about comes in. Now I know what I need to do when I'm having my meetings with you, which we'll get into next, is I need to say to you, okay, so the next step, I know that we want to ultimately put a garden box in the backyard, but what we need to talk about today is I did some research and here's what I learned. We can grow coconuts in, uh, do coconuts come in garden boxes? Right. I can grow coconuts in the garden. What do you, what's your thoughts on coconuts? So there's nine steps that I need to do that I'm not doing prior to Actually our... placing the order for some random thing that's okay. gonna show up. Okay. Okay, All now right. that we've put that to bed. All right, that was actually super helpful for me. <clears throat> Good, I'm glad that we uh, took this time today. You know, the the part though that I think where this is really helpful is uh, you started, well, I think you did it once so far, but here's what I, here's how I'd like you to, <laughs> to deal with me. How do you like that? Here's how I think that our, our working together, living together, playing together, having a family together, building businesses together can um, be taken and elevated to the next level. Uh, You did something the other day when you were at uh, a mastermind that you sent me an email with a recap of different things, right? Yep. And what I love about that is in the past, Rob would email me every time he had like a random thought or a a need for something or... So my email email box was like loaded with him. I, I actually just stopped even looking at them. I started deleting the emails because it was not the way I wanted to be communicated with. It was too many emails. It was too many tasks. And I just didn't like it. But when you sent me the other day, one email in the morning with different topics that you wanted to tell me, different things that needed to get done, and it was concise, I responded with my answers. And then we were able to like move forward from there. But then something happened where you just started emailing me a bunch of random crap again. And now I don't look at your emails again. So I'm going to give you a little coaching here. When you send one email a day with all of the action items and thoughts and things that you need to do, I'm down for it. But when I get four in one day, I'm going to stop. I'm going to start deleting them again because it's too much for me. To It's too much inbox overload and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm just telling you now. So you you have a better shot of me opening one email when I have a chance in responding to all the items versus 20 different emails. So when you're closing the loops, like this morning, we walked to the coffee shop and we had our conversation about all of the open loops um, that there are in your brain. And I said, send me the action items I need. That's what I need. I need one email with all of the action items and all of the wonderful things you want to tell me, one per day, but that's your max. The second one and the third one and the fourth one, 
they're going to be deleted. Look in your email right now and tell me if if that's what you want. And while you're while you're doing the uh, while you're doing that check in email. And by the way, this is this is very helpful for people that are listening because these things will make you um, kill each other. Yeah. So let me show you. Okay. So I have this one from you right here. Mm-hmm. But then if I scroll down, I get boom, boom, mm. boom. I'm I like, see it. and you see that I haven't read them, right? Mm-hmm. Because. I'm not. I'm. I didn't delete them, but I'm also not reading them. Look, I have stuff all the way down here that is. I'm not even responding to. Okay. All right. So this was helpful. So let me give you some. Mm-hmm. Let me give people who are trying to figure this out some context here. So I did a mastermind session with a guy named Rob Deerdick. If you guys don't know who Rob Deerdick is, he. Um, I've never watched any of his television shows, but I think it was. I think it's like Rob and Big is one of them. Rob's Funhouse is another. Um, I think he was an MTV guy or something. Anyway, he's he's also a VC and he's got an incubator where he's got a lot of companies that he's purchased. He's an incredibly smart guy. And he went out to dinner with his wife and he said to his wife, I just invested in this company with this guy because I really believe in in what he's doing and uh, it's gonna be great. And his wife looks at him and goes like, who is, who is that guy? And then he said something else. And she's like, this is the first I've heard of it. And after like a hundred times, he realized that in his head, he had a thousand things that were going on and he never included his wife in the loop. So every morning um, as part of his day, he does two things. Thing number one is he sends his wife an email of the things that he's working on, the projects that he's working on. But here's the, here's the, the key ingredient. He writes under it why he wants to do it. So, hey, honey, I'm thinking about the garden boxes today. I know that we need to make sure that we get a couple of things done. The reason why I want to do it is I think it'd be really great uh, for for Sophia to come out in the sunshine and do it. So here's what I'm thinking might be a good first action on this, right? So, So super, super short. So I tested it. While I was in uh, the Mastermind weekends, because I wasn't with Kim and I didn't have the ability to communicate with her. So I was like, this is a perfect chance to do it. So it really worked. Where it fell short- Did Did she respond? You responded beautifully See? and it was it was a great format and you loved it. Where it fell short for me is when I got back into a new routine, which is like, you know, wake up and then go to coffee with Kim. I was like, well, I'll just handle that at coffee with Kim. But I think coffee with Rob can be like drinking off of a fire hose. I would say more like a firing squad, but yeah. That was funny. Um, so that may be too much. So I think what I'm going to have to do is change the strategy. And um, before we leave for coffee, put some thoughts out and send it to you, one and two. Well, send it to me after coffee because when we get to coffee and we go through your bullet open loop list, you're going to send me a second email. So I only want one email. So if you could condense your email into your morning email with your open loops, that would be super helpful. All right, so aren't you aren't you all glad you're here today for this therapy session? So this will be like an afternoon, um, like an afternoon email that encompasses things I'm working on, why I want it, and follow up. Yeah, me- meeting because notes. The re- here's the the reality is I ain't opening it till the afternoon anyway because I have my morning, I have yoga, I have um, my push journal that I am now doing my three actions, and I already did them today. So day two, high five for me. 
And I want to get that stuff done before I even open my email inbox. Well, this is good. So the reason why I'm going to keep this, I'm going to keep this podcast in, it turned into uh, something that I did not think it was going to be, which is a really us showing you in real time. One of the things that we get asked all the time is how do you have the relationship that you have? Like, it's easy to see the shiny Instagram shots of us, you know, gallivanting all around the world and everything is perfect, but you know, we're two different people. We're two different brains and two different astrological signs, as, <laughs> as Kim pointed out. So I wanted you to hear how we don't make each other wrong for it, even if we passionately feel the other way. And notice how empathetically I was listening and looking for solutions to make my wife happier. He is so great. So, you know, and on the same thing, like what you're talking about, you know, we've been here in California, like what, two weeks now. So this is being week three. And I did an IGTV on this subject, so I won't go all into it. But the other day we went to dinner and Rob's like, you know, how are you doing? And I was, at that moment, I was stressed. I was overwhelmed. I felt like, you know, I was gonna probably lose my mind really soon. And when that happens to me, I have learned that it's because I haven't taken um, the time for myself or had an outlet to do so or a routine that I felt good about. And since we've been in California, as you could imagine, coming from Italy to California, unpacking a pod, boxes, getting a kid in school, after school, building two businesses, like all of the things associated with all of that, super overwhelming. And I am not good at putting myself in a priority position. So I told Rob, I said, look, uh, that night, I said, my Monday morning has to change. And this is on the same subject we're talking about. My Monday morning has to change because right now, although I really loved in Italy, going for coffee, walking Sophia to school, stopping at a cafe, talking about life, talking about the upcoming projects, um, going through our list of things to do. Here in California, when I do that on Monday morning, what I'm doing is I'm starting my Monday with a firing squad. <laughs> because when I sit down with Rob, he's like, okay, here's my Kim list for today. And it's like 20 items that are now in my brain that I have to do something with or come up with that, or I gotta, I gotta do this. It's this giant list of things to do. And I can't start my week like that. And I started to really realize that it was, it was impacting my entire week and how I felt how I looked, I look exhausted, I'm bags under my eyes, like I'm not sleeping. This kind of thing really impacts me. So I said, I need to start my, my week different next week. And I need to start with tranquilo. I need to start calm. I need to wake up, get Sophia off to school. I'm gonna skip coffee with you on Mondays. I'm gonna do yoga. I'm gonna do meditation. I'm gonna journal. I'm gonna do gratitude. I'm gonna get my mind right. And I'm gonna set my week with a different intention and then I'll see you on Tuesday for coffee and you can fire squad me, but I can't do it on Monday. And I did that today. Well, today's Tuesday when we're recording this. So I did that yesterday and he allowed it, right? And not that he, I'm always gonna, it makes it sound like I'm under a dictator over here, but- <laughs> What about Hugo Chavez? <laughs> he, he was um, on board for it. He was campaigning for it. And he was like, whatever you need, your need is my need, right? That's how we live our life. So- I said, you know, this makes me a better wife, a better mom. Let me do it. So I did it yesterday, freaking night and day. I felt so much better. I slept better. I got more done. I got so much done that morning uh, with what I put in my push journal that I actually played with Sophia all afternoon and didn't feel guilty, 
right up until my team call when I had to do that. But I played with her. I took her to the park. I played magnetiles. I did all this stuff. And I didn't feel like I had to pick up my phone every 13 seconds to handle something because I, I blocked my morning and I put myself in the proper mindset and it was a fantastic day. And then I was able to go with you this morning get you know the firing squad and i i don't feel bad i like that it didn't bother me so having that routine and creating that routine and creating the habit whichever way you need to in your life is very helpful and when your spouse when something isn't working for your spouse you know we joke about how um magnet magna, what is the word Mag- magnanimous 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 rob is with my needs and how wonderful you know he is bringing, uh, you know, allowing in Hugo Chavez, allowing him, uh, allowing me to kind of design my days the way I need to and get his stuff done too. He is really great about that because he really does want me to show up as the best version of myself and not as a crazy lady. So, you know, thank you, Robert, for, for doing that. And for the people that are listening, don't be afraid to ask your spouse for that. And do it in a way, though, that is not like attacking. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. And I'll, I'll tell you, I think the other part of this is for somebody who finds himself in a situation like Kim found herself in, what works really, really well, uh, I think, is communicating your needs in such a way that you know a, a guy or a girl, whatever, would be able to facilitate that. So what she did was she said, you know, look, the, the way we're doing Monday isn't working for me. And rather than just bitching about how it wasn't working, she said, what I need is, so she gave me her needs. I need to be able to wake up. I need to do yoga. I need, you know, like Monday is a day where I've got everything coming at me. So I need to be alone. After you go to the gym, you know, we'll pick coffee up again on Tuesday. But she gave me a recipe and she gave me a formula being able to follow. And it was very, very simple. What is difficult is when somebody just says, this isn't working for me. Because what... I'm saying in the back of my head is, well, what do you want? What would work for you? But she went to the next step and she said, this is what I need. And I was like- And you uh, helped me find a solution. I was like, so, okay, let's do that. Instead and so of that focusing on the problem and complaining, we're focusing on the solution and then seeing if it works, right? And then putting it in. So if you want more details on what I did that morning, um, I'm getting a lot of great feedback on that IGTV and it's a really good one, um, apparently. So I thought it was, I didn't think it was that great, but I'm getting a lot of great feedback with people uh, relating to my Monday morning uh, routine issues. And uh, you can check that out at Kim Murgatroyd on IG. All right, before we wrap up, you've alluded a couple of times, and I can't believe it, to the Push Journal that we are now (laughs) incorporating. I'm on day two. We are incorporating the Push Journal because it was so powerful for me. Kim decided to jump in uh, with everybody else in our recently started virtual mastermind group. We have all of our participants using the Push Journal and Kim being one of the participants who's using it. So being the podcast interviewer that I am, how are you enjoying your push journal? I actually really like it because uh, it is giving me the... It, so here's the thing. When you're building a business, I don't care what you're building. Okay, this is going to sound like baby talk to you because I know you're like the master of the push journal. But when you're building a business, sometimes you your list of things to do is so big and overwhelming that you sit down and you do nothing. And what I love about the push journal, and he's like half smirk right now, like I've told you this for three years. Um, So it's almost hard to get through this little mini interview. But what I'm loving about it is that 
I can break these massive, overwhelming tasks down into tiny tasks, do three of them in a day, and I have made progress on my goal, even though I didn't, you know, I I didn't have to do the big one. So I'm gonna give you an example. I had a goal yesterday of doing one IGTV. And so I did yoga during yoga, mind-body connection, got the idea for the IGTV, sat down, did the IGTV, uploaded it, checked that off. And I was like, okay, what's my next thing? I need to write the email for the new products that are coming out. I wrote the email real quick, did it, boom, done, move to the next one. And then once I did those three tasks, now I took action on my business, meaningful action on my business. And then when Sophia came home, I could just be with her. And I wasn't like, shit, I got to do this. I got to do that. So back to open loop, right? It kind of all, when you have that, I, I need to do an IG and I need to do this and I need to do that. And I didn't work on my business today. And God, I forgot to reach out to that person. All those things popping up. So it's like the open loop solution really is the push journal. So I'll say this, we have now, because we love it so much, have become affiliates for the Push Journal, shameless plug, um, help Sophia go to college and head over to our Instagram pages. You can click either of our uh, little link trees there and get a link to our affiliate for the Push Journal and they have really good deals on it right now. So if you want to give the Push a shot, I'm going to do a shameless plug for that. How you like that? I like that. Um, so here's the question. Did you do your Push Journal today? Yeah, you want to see it? Yeah. Okay. Well, what I one thing I did figure out yesterday is I forgot, okay, that because it was day one. Mm-hmm. So I did my three things, but then I forgot about the other two pages that are in the push journal mm. and all the health pages. And so last night, hold on a second, let me get it. I think you uh, came to me while she's getting that. I think you came to me and said uh, last night, oh, I didn't drink water. Yeah. <laughs> so I did last night, I, I did my three, right? And I got really good. And then I flipped the page thinking I was going to prep for the next day. And I saw the whole like health tracker and I didn't really eat uh, very much yesterday either. So that's not good. But um, I went down, I did put in my yoga. Mm -hmm. I was really proud of that. And I did put my sleep. But when I got to the water consumption, I went, huh, I actually didn't drink any water. It wasn't that like I didn't drink a lot. I actually didn't drink any water yesterday. And I had bone broth, I had a bia, and I'm like a sipper. I'm not like a guzzler. Like Rob makes me gag, but he can guzzle 40 ounces of water in like four seconds. It makes me literally want to throw up. And my 23andMe said that it's it's a, a legit genetic issue for me to hate hearing that. But I'm like a sipper. So it takes me forever to drink anything. So last night I drank... I, I mean, I probably estimated too much, but 20 ounces of water and I had a glass of wine, maybe two. So I had bone broth, beer and wine yesterday. So you, so you actually didn't hydrate, but you, you, <laughs> went, you went about dehydrating yourself. <laughs> yes. So I did really bad at that. And as you can see, I'm yeah. sitting with a cup of water here today. So, you know, what you focus on grows, right? What you focus on expands. So now look, look, look. I finished my push journal mm. um, things for today. I'm not very good at the rest of it. It's, it's a lot of, it's five pages of shit I have to write. Well, listen, but- it's, it's there for you to use in however you want to use it. And what I love about this is there may be some times where you go to a meeting and you want a, a yeah. place to put notes on. So yeah, you just and, put your notes there. And it's all good. So um, I mean, I'm gonna go through and do it again, but I'm really proud of myself. Day two of the push journal. And I mean, I'm good. This is actually probably 
further along than I've gotten ever in my book. When we moved, I had four push journals that I like, I wrote the push goal at the beginning, but I, the rest of it was empty <laughs> and I didn't All right, let me it, give so. you a uh, podcast high five. Thank That's you. it, everybody. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.